title of my message is His Love Endures Forever. You know, God's love shines towards us. His everlasting love. It's constantly shining upon us. And His promises... The promises of God, you know, are the, the doorways of God's love. And his promises are forever established in the heavens. And no matter what, no matter what you're going through in life, God's love is sure. It never stops. You can be in the valley of sickness and suffering and problems. You can be on the mountaintop of a healing testimony. His love hasn't changed. Just your experiences. When I was a child, I had um, a vision about three times. And in the vision, the Lord walked me through my life. And uh, I knew he was showing me my life. And the first part of the vision, uh, I was walking through a deep valley, black valley, and he was with me. Even though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. No matter what I experience in life, his love never changes. Even though you can't see him, you can't feel him, there's nothing in the natural world that seems to show that he's with you, his love has not changed. And the nearness of his presence has not changed, despite whatever you feel. It wasn't until... 2014, so I don't know how many years that is later, but say four, so about 50 years later, that I, 40 years later, that I realised that with stage four cancer, I was walking through that valley that he showed me when I was a child. I never understood that it was Psalm 23. But, you know, his love never fails, never fails. Just the devil wants to take your situation and say, God does not love you. God has abandoned you. It's God who's made you feel like this. God is your enemy. He goes on and on and on. But when you can't feel him, that's when you hold his word. When you hold his word, it's like you are holding his hand. And the truth is, his hand is holding you. Hold on to his word. I remember praying, Lord, my emotions are up and down like a yo-yo. Fear of death, all this stuff. I said, Lord, just ignore how I feel. I make a commitment to believe your word, your promises. So when you're going through stuff, hold his word. It's your life. 
Jesus is the word. When you hold his word, you're holding him. Praise God. And is, is, you know, I don't know if anyone knows how, how, what I'm saying, but when you're going, doing it really tough, you know, when you're doing it really tough, the devil can mess with your mind and it doesn't seem like it's easy to believe when you have a heap of testimonies. But when everything's going south, you know, where's God? It's difficult. That's when you need to meditate on the word. Amen. The word's unchanging. The word does not change with your circumstance. Whether you're dying or whether, you know, you're prospered, blessed, fit, happily married, beautiful kids, the word has not changed. God has not changed. Amen. What did Job say? The Lord has given, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord gives, the Lord takes. Bless, he hasn't changed. And <clears throat> I was saying this the other, the other week, but maybe last week, but sometimes the Lord allows things to happen in our life to, it's like it almost jolts us spiritually into a, a need for him and he deepens our spiritual life. You can deepen your knowledge of the word of God through Bible college, but often he will deepen your trust in him by allowing problems in your life. Nothing's outside his control. Praise God. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. His promises are true. But also he allows things to happen that we might walk by faith and not by our feelings. Amen. Even in suffering, you can commune with God. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen? All. You can have, anyone can have his fellowship in the midst of problems. You know, Satan lies, lies, lies. You know, God doesn't love you. People think, oh, God gave me this. You know, last night the Lord picked out someone uh, and talked about the death of children, you know. And it's very easy for people to say, God took my child, you know, and this type of thing. And the lady came up and she said, you know, these people in the family have died, early deaths and so on, all these people have died. I said, it's a generational curse. I believe that God broke it sent that spirit of death fleeing from the family. You know, so often people blame God for what Satan did. When Jesus Christ is our Redeemer, he's our Saviour. When he died on the cross, he defeated the enemy. He's defeated. Turn to your neighbour and say, he's defeated. You're a winner. Say to your neighbour, did you hear me? You're a winner. Shout it at them. You're a winner. You're a winner. You're a winner. He won already on the cross. 
That's his love. Don't blame Jesus who loves you, shed his blood to forgive you, heal you, deliver you, prosper you. Blame the devil for your problems. Amen. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. You might feel like something terrible, but nothing can separate you. The only thing that can separate you from his love is sin. When you choose to walk in sin and depart from God. But distress, infirmity, persecution, rejection, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Praise God. It's not, when you sin, it's not that God doesn't love you anymore, but it's that you have separated yourself from that love. The, the prodigal son was in the love of God in the house, but when he decided to rebel and go out, he had no experience, no connection with that love. The father was waiting for him to come back. Amen. But when you're in relationship with God, sickness and problems cannot steal your relationship with God. Only sin can. You with me? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness. You know distress is something that's... When you see people who are demonized... Often they have no peace of mind, they have anxiety, they have depression, they have torment. You know, distress cannot separate you from the love of God. I'm, I'm just telling you because on YouTube and here, the, the people need to know that God loves you in the midst of your problem. I'm talking to a mum and you feel that God doesn't love you because your child is autistic. That's a lie of Satan. As well as the lie that it's a gift of God to be autistic. It's a lie. God loves you in your problems. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're more than a winner. <laughs> Through him who loved us, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, you know what? I am loved by God the devil's a liar I'm precious in his sight you know the devil will come to rob you, rob you, rob you and while he's doing it trying to do it you are becoming stronger and stronger in Christ amen 2 Corinthians 12, 7. Lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of revelations, Paul says, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to buffet me, 
lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. And the primary definition, meaning of grace in the New Testament is power. Power. It's power to people who can't help themselves. Paul couldn't help himself with this messenger of Satan that was buffeting him. It could have been a voice in the mind or someone who was yelling at him and persecuting him. It was a messenger who was buffeting him. My grace, my power is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. My grace is sufficient for you that the power of Christ may rest upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Often there is suffering that one experiences for the power of Christ to rest upon you. Some people are like, well, give it to me, give it to me, you know, and I'll go and put my feet up, watch television, do whatever. It'll cost you. Hallelujah. Paul said, for if you suffer, the spirit of glory rests upon you. So, do you hear what I'm saying? Satan's saying to you, God doesn't love you. But when you approach your problems with faith, the spirit of glory will rest upon you. So you actually get more of God. More of God. Hallelujah. And did you know every problem that we have is to the glory of God? Who sinned, this man or that? Neither. His parents, blind man, who sinned? Yep. It was for the glory of God, Jesus said. Your problems are for a testimony. Praise God. Amen. You know, your problem as a believer is not the same problem as an unbeliever. You both might have arthritis, but your problem is for the glory of God. Your problem is to exalt you. Your problem is to anoint you. Your problem is to strengthen you. Your problem is to deepen your trust. You're in Him. Your problem is for your spiritual growth in Him. The unbeliever, his problem is just a problem. For all things work together for good, for those who love God. Amen? Amen. Paul says, for when I am weak, then I'm strong. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the word of God is true no matter what you're going through, right? So a man comes to Jesus, says, my daughter is dying. Okay? So then the woman with the flow of blood interrupts things. And there's a crowd. Time's going by. Jesus is not in a hurry. You know, you know that? Jesus is not in a hurry. And, uh, and you know, Jesus doesn't follow our program. So the woman gets healed, and then the f people come from the house saying, the girl is dead. 
do not trouble the master anymore. Circumstances just got worse. As soon as we're in Mark 5, 36, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. See, the word of God had not changed, even though the girl was dead. And so he goes to the house and they're all wailing and weeping. When he came in, verse 39, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? And then he declares the word of God. The child is not dead, but sleeping. Nothing had changed in the heavenlies. The word of God was established. God was going to heal this child. Situation changed, but the word hadn't changed. Child is not dead, but sleeping. And he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kumi, which is translated little girl, I say to you, arise. You know, I just don't see it that Jesus Christ was hollering at the girl. I could see him bending over. Little girl, I say to you, arise. The power of God hit that girl. And she breathed. Hallelujah. Praise God. You don't have to yell and scream. Just do what you're told. If God says to yell and scream, make sure you do a good job of it. Praise God. For the Son of God, this is 2 Corinthians 1.19, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me, Silvanius, and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him was yes. For all the promises of God in him are yes, and in him amen to the glory of God through us. Word of God is always yes, no matter what you're going through. Amen. Amen. And you know, I just honour people's faith. God honours people's faith. Faith is the grace that Jesus honoured the most in his earthly ministry, you know. And I'm reminded of uh, London last year. A lady comes up with her husband, her son. The son had a rare cancer in the, uh, in the throat around in the tongue itself and it had gone around the vocal cords uh, there was no treatment for it they said well we're going to give you this treatment uh, medication but it doesn't work we have nothing for you the mother believed the promises of God she stayed by her son who's an adult day and night 24-7 for weeks believing and praying she came on to the online Zoom meeting and uh, was located by the Holy Spirit. I said, I believe your son is healed. You know, God removed that tumour, all gone. The boy came back, the young man came back to London. You can watch it on YouTube. Talking, praise God, he'd lost his voice. Eating, all gone. Zoop. Amen. Everyone say, zoop. (laughs) Just gone. It's yes and amen. But I'm telling you, you've got to hang on to the yes and amen. Praise God. 
Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You establish the earth and it abides. They continue this day according to your ordinances, for all are your servants. Unless your law had been my delight, I would have then have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. When you're going through problems, never forget the word. Hold on to it. Meditate on it. My words are spirit and life. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, my words are spirit. Eat it. Eat it. You'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. Devour it. Drink it. Praise God. Praise God. So the end of the matter is, no matter what you do, God loves you. No matter what you're going through, the love of God endures forever. The promises of God are sure, are yes and amen. In whatever affliction you're going through, Yes and amen. And some of you are praying for others. You know, some of you are intercessors talking to you on the, on the internet. You know, don't give up. His promises are true. They're yes and amen. Keep praying for your family. Keep praying for revival. Keep praying for people who are sick. Don't give up. If the first one dies, keep praying. Keep believing. Amen. Praise God. You might go through a hundred, but then you get your breakthrough. Amen. Persistence is the sister of faith. Never give up. God loves you. Amen. Amen. And it's the love of God that heals you. Did you know that, that God loves you so much that the goodness of God will lead you to repentance, that healing and deliverance are God's tool God's key to the door of your heart. He uses that key to open your heart that you might receive him, follow him, and love him. Amen? Healing is a manifestation of love. Those who reject healing and deliverance, they reject God's love. Amen? He's still the healer. He's still the deliverer. Amen.